0: Welcome back to another episode live from the dojo, the will Be Seeing podcast. Remember, you can get this podcast wherever you get podcasts. That's Apple Podcasts, that's Spotify, and that is the YouTube channel. Make sure to like and subscribe.
1: You're back from Vegas. Thank how God. was it? Thank God, dude. I might throw up on this couch mid-podcast, just warning. I feel like absolute shit. I'm hungover. That's the Vegas so, effect. <laughs> dude, the Vegas effect, man. It's real. It's real. It's well, real. I don't know how I live there. For two years after going and like, obviously it was way different. Wait, I don't think
0: you went out when you lived there.
1: Yeah, no, I didn't go out. I didn't hit the strip and send it fully 100% every fucking weekend when I lived there. But obviously when you visit, you got a full send it 100%. Mm -hmm. Uh, But Jesus, bro, that place, the tabes were not tabing. (laughs) Let me just tell you that, okay? I swear when there's big events in town, they fucking swap the decks, bro. Like yeah. that shit was rigged as fuck on the tapes. Inventing but, new ways, uh, reinventing ways to get twenty-one, man. Mm. Like I would have, I would have two face cards bricked up, and the dealer's showing a six. I'm like, all right, there's no way I lose. She flips a face card, flips a five, twenty-one. I'm like, bro, what the fuck, <laughs> man? Like she'll ha- she'll be showing an eight and then flip a five somehow find a way to get 21
0: i know these exact hands happen too you're <laughs> not just like making this no but this
1: was actually like honestly i've never had a worse weekend of table games in my fucking life dude i couldn't get 21 or anything close to it to save my life i would get an eight and a five a seven and a six a fucking ace and a five like i i literally couldn't win like, that's
0: why I try to stay to roulette I just get blackout drunk can't like see my feet but I just pick a color
1: <laughs> <laughs> there's no skill required uh, but Vegas was a great time VGK games bro are so electric yeah how was the environment they're so fun dude we had amazing seats first off which was unreal the, the environment the intensity of the game uh, both these teams super fun to watch it was just so chippy like every smash into the boards was electric uh, every possession of the puck fast break on the ice was everybody's on their feet. Like, it was honestly one of my favorite sporting events going to a Stanley Cup playoff. It's just so electric. Uh, but something about the intensity on the ice, dude, in the, in the Stanley Cup is you can just feel it in the air. Mm. The Vegas fans, like, they're so bricked up, dude. It, it, like, comparing it to a night, uh Stars game, it doesn't even fucking compare. Yeah, what compare. was the comparison? Like? It doesn't compare, bro. It, it doesn't. It, mm. like... The the pregame, first of all, is like a whole fucking medieval times, like, battle. It's, like, insane. And it gets everyone so hyped. Okay. Only downside about it was how fucking expensive everything is, dude.
0: Is it bad? Oh,
1: my. Dude. I got three. I mean, they were doubles. But three double vodka lemonades. $144. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just what? like. And this dude behind me as yes, she's pouring the drinks, like, bro. I'll be shocked if you crawl out of this arena with that poor. She literally used half a handle for those. Oh, but she three. hooked you up. She hooked it up. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. But one hundred forty-four dollars. I was just like, no, that's and a, I'm so like, you whatever. a handle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. That's great. Sure. Uh, but yeah, no, that shit was absurdly expensive. Plus, losing all the coin at the tables and gambled at the book. It's a hefty, hefty trip when it comes down to costs. Yeah. But uh, it was a great time, especially having fruity there. Like the seven star Caesars rewards that he gets mm-hmm. is a night and day experience when you're in Vegas right uh, we're at dude, the buffet at Caesars is insane it goes on for like four rooms and I guess like seven star members get to go to this buffet you and we're at, know the, there was a buffet. we're at the we're at this buffet and Ryan Clark uh, you know like on ESPN mm-hmm. the ex NFL player sits at the table right next to us I thought that was pretty cool I said what up to him Um dude i have so many stupid ass stories from this weekend yeah yeah. one of them one of them being uh we're walking to the game through the aria hotel and this like blonde dude and his son like cross paths cross paths with us we're walking this way he's walking this way and we're about to bump into each other uh but like one of us had to stop to let the other one go so we stop lets him walk past us and i'm like guys that's 100 percent owen wilson it looked exactly like him and, and like Fruity and Shelly were like dude you're fucking drunk like that, that definitely was not Owen Wilson that was just like an average blonde haired dude yeah. I'm like I swear dude I saw the side of his nose it looked exactly like his nose you know it's like kind of fucked mm-hmm. up uh, and I'm like I swear that was Owen Wilson they're like dude uh, I was like I really wanted to go up to him and like say what's up and they're like that's not fucking him bro like chill out and we're at the game during intermission, like now welcoming Owen Wilson <laughs> And I'm like, <laughs> fuck you. Was it the same guy? Yeah, yeah. Same <laughs> guy. Definitely him and his son. Wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm I just like, look at Charlie, look at Fruity. I'm like, fuck <laughs> you guys. All <While> the announcer's <laughs> screaming. <just> <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Could have said what out to him. Fuck, man. Uh, I know. Dude. That would have so been so. a legacy high, too. Yeah. He's like such a goat. Yeah. Uh, that was really funny. That's but hysterical. So much stupid shit this weekend. Um... But it was a great time, to say the yeah, least. Yeah, I mean, I have
0: a massive bone to pick with you. Why? We've been to Vegas, I think, twice together. Both times, this kid goes to bed early. Both times. Well, I lived Both there. times.
2: Did I not live there? Every,
0: no. Both times, no matter what day it was, a Friday, Saturday, kid goes to bed early. That's ca- Like 9 p.m. That's not. It's not, ca- not capped.
2: March Madness both times. March Madness, yeah, when we were yeah, there in March, goes to know.
0: bed early both nights. When we did it, the first trip, both March Madnesses.
2: Yeah, he goes we're to bed the, early. Uh, where, where did we go the
1: first time? Well, we um, were at the... Superbook. Yeah, first time. Superbook. Superbook. I don't even recall.
0: Goes to bed early. Both times. Both trips every night that I'm there. And I go out every single night that we're there in <laughs> Vegas because it's Vegas. Yeah, like I have to go out. You go on a random trip to a Stanley Cup game. And I'm seeing you go out every night. I mean, I couldn't have, I, I, I actually could not have been more pissed.
1: So, I I was mean, like, this is fucking incredible. So it, it's different when you got like Mahoney hooking it up with the, with the, we test. had Mahoney hooking
0: up last time.
1: <laughs> it's just like, okay, so we're at, we're at excess the first night yeah, and it was, it.
0: whatever. This is going to be the most bullshit run around <laughs> spin zone excuse I've ever heard in my life. No, I don't, ahead, I don't
1: have any excuse. That was soft. I didn't go out. Uh, but we're at the chain smokers on Friday night. And we are at our table, like right next to the fucking DJ, you know? And super great performance by Chainsmokers. It was lit, whatever. And they're done performing and they're walking off the stage and I like dab up one of the Chainsmokers and he like looks at me. He's like, dude, come party with us. Yeah, and me and Shelly were like, okay <laughs> and so we walk out of excess you know with, who you were with the chain smokers dude I couldn't tell like the way he like looked at me and like said invited us like to his after party felt like he did but I couldn't get a read but like we were just like fuck it let's go and so we wait like a little bit go up to the chain smokers room and it's like three in the morning at this time at this point point. and there's both the chain smokers couple of his boys couple of you know girls that were up there me, Chelly, and fucking Ryan Zura, and we're just booling in the fucking hotel room with the Chainsmokers till six in the morning, dude. No way yeah. you hung out with the Chainsmokers. Yeah, yeah, it was dope. And we were just like sitting around the TV, like hanging out, having some drinks. They had like fucking chicken tenders and sliders and shit, and listening to the Chainsmokers' fucking sets from like.
2: How is that not the lead story? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was so sick, dude. It was fucking nuts. It was nuts.
2: I literally cannot
0: believe <laughs> that you just sat down and told me the dumbest fucking story about Owen Wilson when you hung out with the fucking chain smokers from three a.m. to. Dude, I'm still fucking. In there, up. like I'm half asleep. In there, bro. like sweet. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? <laughs> Meanwhile, I go and it's fucking me and Chelly's like weird girlfriend and we're fucking watching Marshmallow like just have the worst set of all time, dude. I, don't know I didn't want to like. Trip.
1: I didn't want to, like, fanboy or, like, do anything weird, like, when I was in there. So, I obviously, like, didn't post anything about it, right? But did you guys, uh, like, chop it up? No, it was... it was Like, are you friendly it felt, with them it now? Felt like they're just, like, your two average guys.
0: Are they friendly with you yeah, now? Yeah, no, they were boys. Like, did they tell you, like, why they invited you up there?
1: No, we just fucking went up there.
0: And they were just, like, whatever you guys want. Yeah. They didn't mention anything about, like, you doing social media? No, no. So, you really could have just been any random we talk, guys.
1: talked about the nights and shit, and I, I wasn't sure if you, like... Knew I, who I was or anything, but like he was talking to me, like he might have knew. Yeah. Which one? I don't know. I think the chubbier Drew, one or the True, yeah, 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 okay. yeah. right? I think that might were be they easy. both there? Yeah, yeah. Were the chicks hot? Uh, I expected a little better. Not gonna lie, not gonna lie, not gonna lie. I'm disappointed, no. but like, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It was still <laughs> it doesn't day, matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Friend of the program. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Friend of the program. Uh, no, but that was that was pretty surreal experience there I've never been to like a fucking after party like yeah, that yeah
0: I've never hung out with a fucking famous DJ before either <laughs> it was just what? it felt
1: weird cause like I don't know you look at these guys you think they're fucking superstars which was they Mahoney are. there? yeah he was there for a bit and then like he was just like alright like don't do any fanboy shit I'm leaving and
0: that's what he said? yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, Shelly didn't do any fanboy shit. I'd be shocked. No, we were we were on our best behavior. <laughs> <laughs> we were good. We were good. And what they were like? Yeah, we're going to bed, and it was six, and you are like, I right, we're out, dude. I am. We're looking out the window. They have an insane view in their in their suite, mm-hmm. and we're just like looking at the view of Vegas. All of a sudden, the sun starts coming up. I am like, Shelly, dude, this this is not good. We got to get fucking home because the Stanley Cup's tomorrow, and the last thing I want to do is wake up at two p.m.
0: And they were just chilling though. Yeah. Still at 6 a.m.
1: Yeah. Well, once we left, it was kind of like, I'm not saying like we were like the wife of the party, but we were, I don't know, we like met up with some people in that room that we were vibing with that were like chill. And so we were just like kind of in a circle talking. And then once I was like, all right, it's time to fucking go, like it felt like everybody else kind of got the vibe that it's time to go. And so we dipped. Um, but yeah, it was fucking nuts. Wow, that's fucking sick. Nuts. What? <laughs> what the fuck, man! I wish I could have like, yeah, you know, made some content out of it, but you know, I mean, that's not in that mode. Did you like get their numbers or anything? No, no. I I was just like trying to be a normal guy, you know. I didn't want to like normal dude. I didn't want to be like smokers. that guy.
0: What the fuck, dude? Um, nuts, nuts. Yeah, so the Miami Heat beat the Nuggets. <laughs> that that's was pretty cool. Nuts. I kind of knew it was coming though. I had a feeling I also split my lip, dude.
1: Yeah, what's going on? I'm not even kidding. That looks like it hurts, bro.
0: Dude, I've had like all the injuries in the book. This is the most annoying thing of all time, dude.
1: It looks like it is, dude.
0: Dude, I split it hammered last weekend. Don't tell me it was from a can. No, I split it last weekend in New Jersey because I got such bad sunburn and then I didn't have chapstick. And I was like talking and like smiled and I like bit my lip and Uh. I felt it like split dude it is the most uncomfortable thing of all time because it's like painful there's like a massive scab like it just fucking like it hurts all day like who knew a split lip
1: that's just like such a it's like a little thing but it causes the most pain dude
0: it's so fucking annoying and like i've had three different scabs from this weekend because it like got ripped off it's like oh my god and every time it gets ripped off it's like just a blood work it's vile let's not talk about it um God, but I can just like feel it right now. It's like kind of like already starting to split because I've been talking yeah, to so yeah, so much yeah. right now and I'm just like, ah, oh, fuck, it's coming. Um, speaking about it, it's coming, this episode is brought to you by Jackpocket. Uh, the lottery is coming. If you don't know what Jackpocket is and you're a lottery guy in the states where it's legal, including Texas and New Jersey, they simplify the lottery for you, all right? The worst part about the lottery is you got to go to the physical location, you got to buy the tickets, you got to give your numbers. Jackpocket simplifies it. You download the app, you buy it on the app, as many tickets as you want they pick them up they keep them safe and secure for you and if they and if you win they deliver it securely to you shout out Jack Pocket make sure you go download it today um,
1: before you get into the NBA real quick yeah, I ahead. was seeing your content this weekend about the PLL that shit looks fucking electric dude it's fun it, like I saw some highlights of the games and like some dope ass goals I was like honestly I can't wait to you know because I was in Vegas and my main focus was the Stanley Cup but the first weekend of PLL was this past weekend uh, wasn't able to make any content about it but now that I'm back, I'm definitely going to mm-hmm. tap in. I'm a whip snakes guy. That's my team. They lost. Um, but they lost. Fuck.
0: <laughs> as, as favorites. So oh, you would have been in piss,
1: I bet. I would have been, been piss. in piss. Good, dude. good. Uh, but how was the first weekend of PLL?
0: Dude, it was awesome. So, like, just a message out to all sports bettors during the summer on the weekends. If you're tired of betting baseball, which I know you will be, there's this great league called the Premier Lacrosse League. Dude, I'm not even kidding. I've been, so I started betting on it last year. It gets better every game. Like, I like watching, the like, I had all my buddies now watching the games this weekend. We went to a bar. They got the games on ABC. Now they got primetime games. Dude, they're fun to watch. Like lacrosse fun to watch. is a fun-ass sport when these guys are this good. Because they do some crazy-ass shit, dude.
1: Dude, I saw one goal that I was, I was like, what the fuck? Dude? Was it when he threw it between his legs? No, it wasn't that. It was one where he, like... He was swarmed by defenders, and he like falls and he like does. And he threw it, it back. Yeah, that yeah, was to yeah, cash yeah, the over. Yeah, yeah. That's nuts,
0: dude. That goal, cash the over. I'm sitting in, I'm sitting at the bar with my buddies, and I had over 24 and a half They were at twenty four with three minutes left, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm not gonna get it." I was like, "I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get it." Literally with thirty seconds left, that kid, fucking rookie, that kid's a rookie. His name is Dickinson. He gets nailed from behind, and as he's falling, just throws it back. Literally top cheddar. It was like insane.
1: Insane to yeah. cash the over. So, I'm hyped to tap in. Uh, just wanted to bring that up though. Yeah, I'm, we
0: got um we got newbie coming on tomorrow uh for Wednesday for Wednesday's episode to kind of talk about the first weekend, uh first week, talk about that stuff. No, but I'm super excited. Dude. I mean, I can't wait. Um I, the Atlas are my team Started off with a brutal loss to Crabs team, the fucking Redwoods. Just so annoying, it's, of course. Such a Crabs. Gets it's one over me, dude. Such i Such a like, Crabs so team the Redwoods, bro. <laughs> I was so pissed, dude. Um but yeah, it was a tough start for the Atlas. But no, I can't. I literally can't wait. It's so. It's actually so much fun to bet. And no, I'm excited. Are, the lines are pretty like fair, so it's not anything crazy. But I can't do baseball, dude. Like I literally
1: cannot. Yeah, I can do it in doses. You know, sometimes it really pisses me off. Sometimes I fucking love it. But it'll be a nice change of pace to have lacrosse in the mix for sure. Uh, but back to the NBA. Fucking Nuggets Heat, man! What a what a sell job by the Nuggies last night. I was on the flight, um, and we were like landing as the fourth quarter started so I wasn't able to watch the start of the fourth but I was able to watch like the last couple minutes of the game saw how it ended Uh, but like how did the Nuggets sell that shit?
0: So we sat here last episode and I fed the script and then didn't listen to myself I was like no matter what happens like the Heat are gonna talk all this shit the altitude's gonna matter game one and I took the Heat instead of taking the Nuggets and I said I was gonna take the Nuggets and I'm taking the Heat Game two felt like the Lakers series where I was like, I'm taking the heat. I don't give a fuck. Like, now it doesn't matter. You're adjusted. Let's go to work. I don't think it was the Nuggets necessarily selling, dude. The Heat are just good. And I think it's time we admit that. Like, obviously, they're in the NBA finals. But Gabe Vincent is a very good point guard. Like, he's no longer a guy where people should be shocked when he has 21 points like he did last night. Um, Bam Adebayo is finally starting to step up. This is going to be a series.
1: I know no, This I isn't the, a one-off win I'm excited about it yeah, Even though I lost 10 units on the Nuggies I'm, I'm thrilled that we get a good series
0: the, And this won't be the Heat's only win A lot of people that I saw on social media A lot of whatever Because I was on the Heat plus 8 And then I took them live after our golf, after our golf game uh, On the money line Because I was like this is just like They're, they're swinging This is how the Heat play dude. They go down 6 And they'll go up 10 And they'll go they'll down 3 And they just fight and I took the heat money line because I was like, fuck it, like they're getting one in Denver. If they can get one in Boston in game seven, they can win a fucking game in
1: Denver. They can win anywhere. Yeah,
0: so that was that was my whole like thought process there. <clears throat> I will say this now. I will find it very hard to bet on the Nuggets to win a single game in the next two in Miami. I really think they're going back to Denver down
1: 3-1. What?
0: I'm being so
1: dead-ass. Do you here. see the line for this next game? Yeah, it's 3, right? Great. I saw minus 2. Well, yeah. Well, what is it now? Uh, I, I, think think it's, it's, I think it's Nuggets minus 2, which yeah, is crazy. Yeah, which is...
0: I, I promise you. I'm find it, I would find it very hard to get myself behind the Nuggets winning a single one of these games in Miami. It I is mean, so hard. All this Heat team needs is one to know they can do it. And now they know they can do it. And by the way, when you're the Nuggets and you start trying to look at the tape, th- I think this is why the Heat are so hard to stop. You can't game plan because someone new steps up every game.
1: Yeah, facts. You can,
0: like, Duncan Robinson stepped up huge in the fourth quarter of this game. You can't game plan next game and be like, oh, we'll shut down Duncan Robinson because then Caleb Martin might step up. And then if you try to shut down Caleb Martin, Gabe Vincent might step up. And then Max Struis might step up. So there's no game plan other than, like, let's contain Jimmy and Bam because you don't know who's going to explode which is why
1: I think it's so hard to beat them. What was your what was the difference in the first half from the second half for the Heat? What changed? I don't
0: know what necessarily changed, but it's just how they play. They don't give up. So it's like and nobody I think the great thing about Jimmy Butler is he's not shy to give the ball up and no one on the Heat cares who steps up. The minute Duncan Robinson gets hot, it's all right, let's feed Duncan, let's see Duncan, let's mm-hmm. see Duncan, let's feed Duncan. If Gabe Vinson is hot, let's keep getting Gabe open shots. Like, there's no selfishness where Jamal Murray wasn't having a great game. Yeah. But he's taking the buzzer beater. You know what I mean? Because like that's the role. Like, obviously, I think Jimmy Butler would take the buzzer beater if it was the heat, no matter the situation. But even in crunch time, I don't think Jimmy would necessarily, just with the way this team is playing, be like, I have to take the shot. You know what I mean? Whereas I feel like the Nuggets almost have that. Mentality of we'll fall back on our stars the minute shit starts getting out of hand. Like it's Jamal and Jokic now. Like fucking Michael Porter Jr. shouldn't be shooting. Aaron Gordon should be shooting. KCP shouldn't be shooting. Whereas the Heat are like, all right, we're down 10. Like, let's see who can step up here. Mm -hmm. Because you know Jimmy will get his, but who's going to step up? And then once they step up, it's like, all right, let's fucking go to work. And then it's like, that's why I think they're so hard to beat because imagine trying to game plan. Like imagine being an assistant coach right now and, and Malone is asking you to like set up a game plan for next game. The only notes you can come in with is let's just limit Jimmy and Bam's effect. But other than that, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. You can't bring more pressure to Gabe Vincent, even though he just had a 21 point game, because you don't know if he's going to come out and do that again. You can't be like, all right, well, if we shut down Duncan Robinson, they're not going to be hit, they're not going to hit shit from deep, because Max Strus might come out and go nine for ten. Like, there's it's so hard to game plan for a team like this, which yeah. is why I think they're beating teams much better than them. And I think like I really think it's going to. Be very tough for the Nuggets going into Miami. I really do.
1: The fact that Jokic was minus one fifty-five to get a triple-double just Dude. screamed sus vibes to me from the jump. Mm. And he had like what four assists. That shit was dead so early. Like forty-one points. Though. Forty-one points. Legacies. Uh, eleven rebounds. I'm sweating his rebounds. He's not grubbing rebounds like he normally does. It's pissing me off.
0: Which I think too. We should sit here. And give some credit to Bam on a
1: buyout. Yeah, no, he's, he's... I mean, I was shitting
0: on him before this series. I was like, to, he's in trouble. Yeah.
1: No, he's definitely stepped up. And his, he showed up. His, his his points prop, people were saying, you know, Bam's going to show up and step up this series before it started. He's soaring over that number. And he's giving Jokic a hard time for sure.
0: And I was about to say, watching the game last night, dude, he's going at Jokic. Like, yeah. He has not playing scared. He very frequently regular season even this playoffs plays very scared sometimes it feels mm-hmm. like yes dude it looks like a completely different center like he's going at Jokic and taking hook shots like he's not settling for that little mid-range jumper that he normally loves like he's taking that extra bounce and like trying to go at, at Jokic and I mean dude I, I don't know I fucking love this Heat team I, I mean I have a future on them to win it um,
1: I think this was I feel
0: like I've had the right reads the, the first two games I just bet on the Heat for no reason when I knew I should have just taken the Nuggets in game one but like this is the thing though, the Nuggets are up, fucking fifteen, in game one, and the Heat close it to ten points. Mm-hmm. Like this, like and there's no lead that the Nuggets have that I feel like feels comfortable for the for them. Yeah, like I I'm never worried when the Heat are down. Now it doesn't matter to me.
1: Something that gets overlooked by us casuals, I think, would be a masterclass from Eric Spoelstra.
0: Dude, he's out coaching Uh, every single person in the game,
1: especially in that second half. I think that was how the Nuggets blew this game was just being out coached by one of the goats and Eric Spolstra. Mm -hmm. You know, he's been here before. He's got legacies on his on his resume, and he just knows how to fucking rally his team.
0: Yeah, and it's just he never. It just feels
1: (coughs) like you're in good hands. You know,
0: like you're in great hands, and he's also got the same attitude as Jimmy, where he's just kind of like. Whoever's going to win it, let's go win it, and I'm not worried. Yeah, Like, the Heat, I think that's why it's also hard to beat them. Their mental is so unbreakable, like right now. <laughs> I saw this clip. I just, I just retweeted it this morning. <coughs> yeah, I saw that. <coughs> but Kevin Love missed Gabe Vincent on a, w- a wide-open three. Like, didn't pass on the ball. And I feel like on any other team you might have, like, someone being like, fuck, man, like, my bad, like, just throw one of these up, like, fuck, dude, like, maybe dab him up, or maybe not even a conversation, just like, oh, I missed you, my bad. And, like, gave Vincent, who was hot last game, so, you know, obviously he wants the ball, whatever it is, he kind of hit one of these, like, oh, man. Like, definitely wasn't upset about it, but was like, oh, I was so open. And Kevin Love hugged him, because he missed him. He was like, my bad, my bad, and, like, gave him a hug. Like, that might be the best locker room in the NBA. Mm-hmm. That's, like, a team team. That's dope. Like, when you're missing your guy, and he's wide open, like now you turn the ball over not whatever happened like you just missed him and he was open to give him a hug and be like my bad dude like fuck like these guys are actually together together and I think that's like the coolest part about it is like this is like a team team Mm -hmm. like this is like when a coach is like you guys need to be a team this is the like textbook team that they talk about
1: yeah and honestly like Portnoy had a really good tweet saying like how can you not respect the heat you know more GMs should should follow suit of what the Miami Heat are like as a franchise and the culture that they have rather than bending over backwards for the Kyries of the world. Yeah, fuck Kyrie. I was like, that's honestly like, I mean, look at the Heat, dude. Yeah, compared to the Mavs. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, facts.
0: The complete, like, by the way, almost same roster structure. I was literally
1: just about to say, like, what the hell? Like, they're honestly kind of the same team. (laughs) Like,
0: almost the exact same team, but one got a psychopath in Kyrie Irving. (laughs) Instead of, you know, just doubling like, down on like star. the star. Like,
1: the Mavs might honestly be better than the Heat. On
0: paper, yeah. <laughs> for sure, they're better. Because yeah. Luka Doncic is probably one of the best players in the NBA. <clears throat> that's
1: wild.
0: That's actually insane. Yeah. When you start looking at those two rosters, it'll be like, wow. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, that's like, yeah. yeah I don't think he could have been more right in that scenario, for yeah. sure. Because, like, the, it's always the team, dude. Like, it's never the personality.
1: It's never the, the I mean, the Heat, obviously, and... With the LeBron super team, but when's the last time we've seen a super team besides the Warriors with Durant? Yeah, I feel like that era is definitely showing in this finals. That oh, it's kind of coming gone an swiftly. Yeah. And as an NBA, like this is great for NBA fans. You know, we got a two point spread in Game Three. We got a competitive NBA Finals. I saw a lot of people bitching about the fact that the NBC or where, what was the game broadcasted on? ABC? We on
0: ES- ABC last night?
1: ESPN? A- I think it was ABC. Uh, they're not making it feel like an NBA Finals the way they promoted it. Like, the score bug doesn't even have the little trophy on it. Mm-mm. It's just, the vibes are a little off, um, which is a bummer because, like, the vibes of the Finals are always supposed to be, like, electric. You know, you got, like, the J. Cole, like, mix before the tip and shit like that. Mm-hmm. I'm not seeing any of that. It's a little bit of a bummer, but at least we get blessed with... A two-point spread in Game Three, meaning it's a close series.
0: But if you're not enjoying this series, I don't know what to tell you, though. Like, if you're putting on your TV and watching this series and not enjoying it, like, I don't, like, you have problems.
1: I mean, I think after the first game, definitely a bit of an overreaction from the public saying that you know this is. It feels like it's on NBA TV. It's a boring-ass fucking finals.
0: He just played seven games and I had to go to Denver. Like, what did you expect? Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, a blowout in game one. Kind of expected the same thing coming out of game two. Uh, thankfully, we didn't get that. But I think we're all just thrilled to to at least have a good finals.
0: Dude, 100%. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I love it. I love it. I love Jimmy Butler. I love the Heat. I think it's fun watching them go to work. I think, like, just watching... I'm happy that Jimmy Butler is on the main stage that he is now, because the little kids that are watching basketball right now, I think he's like the best basketball role model of all time. Like you watch his body language, you watch how he talks to his teammates, you watch how he like trolls the other team. Like there's no better star to have on the main stage right now than Jimmy Butler for little kids that are consuming the NBA right now. Definitely, like agree when with we that. were growing up watching like Dirk and Dwayne Wade go at it. Like yeah, honestly. You know, I honestly don't want to sound like, like an asshole, but happy that guys like John Morant aren't in the finals right now <laughs> with like little kids watching. Like he's going to get, he's going to get the book thrown out. Oh, way.
1: I, honestly, I'm low key, like excited for the finals to end because I want to know what's yeah, going on. Yeah, they're putting it out yeah. right
0: after that. Like right after that trophy goes up, John Morant's suspended for a whole season. Like, you know, it's coming. You think that's it? Dude, I like if it's, if it's, not full, it's over half. under 62 and a half games, how many think?
1: That's a good line.
0: I think so. 82 game season. Adam Silver was like, okay, we had a really long talk. Like we, you know, we set the thing that makes me think he might be done for a whole season is Adam Silver was like, we set expectations after the first time. And now we're at the second time.
1: I mean, he wouldn't, he wouldn't do what he did if it wasn't significant. And know? he
0: unfollowed his friend. Like, you know, he got the verdict when he did that. Oh yeah. Cause he was like, fuck dude. That's wild. I'm going to go over 65 and a half games suspension. Okay. So you're saying more than a half a season. I think well more. And when I say over, like, I think it might touch, like, 78.
1: That would be nuts, bro.
0: But would it, though?
1: No, but... I mean, like, he,
0: he was a face of the NBA. Yeah. like
1: It's crazy, bro.
0: Alan crazy. Iverson fucking missed practice and got his dick punched off by the public. This kid is flashing guns twice on Instagram Lives and, like, not taking responsibility
1: for it. I saw a video... On Twitter, and it was it was like clearly a video of Clay Thompson, and the caption was like, "Clay flashes like M16 on li- uh, on Instagram live stream." I'm like, "No, Clay, what the fuck?" Dude? M16? I click on the video of Clay, and it's just him like on a little canoe, like rowing his boat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "God damn it, dude!" And he's on Instagram live, just like having <laughs> having a great time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no,
0: not Clay too. Getting yeah, clickbaited into Clay, just enjoying like a good kayak, might be the funniest thing I've
1: heard all day. That. <laughs> oh, that shit made me geek for sure.
0: I also think they should bring back the trophy on the floor.
1: Yeah, like See, why did they get rid of? That? They're missing that that little oomph of the finals. So
0: why did they get rid of that? And I feel like
1: I don't know. Something tells me that they're they're gonna catch on and they're gonna start adding some supplies to it. But you know what I mean. You know what I mean, right? Dude, 100%. Uh, If this finals
0: was Lakers-Celtics, you wouldn't be able to get away from it.
1: Dude, I could tell you the NBA finals theme song from 2014, because that shit was so far. So good. And 2016 and 27. I could tell you all the themes. You know, you had... uh, What's that one song by Linkin Park? Like, we're building it up. Uh, That was like... I mean, the Thunder just opened. The Thunder were heavily... Or they were in that finals. That's why I remember it. But, like, they had Timber. Remember the Timber? Oh, theme? hell yeah, dude. It's going now. Yeah, that shit would get me mm. so bricked. Yeah, they had, yeah, like, yeah. J. Cole. They had, like, Lil Baby. They mm. had, you know, Dub Baby, I think, one time. They had like, Drake and shit. Drake. Like, that shit. I don't know why they ever went away with that. Like, that really, like, kind of just brought the culture. I don't remember what finals it was, but when they had Forever, that was sick. Do you remember yes, that one? Yeah. When they just started ripping the hides. like the last they even, name ever.
0: Do they even have. One this year, I don't know. To I be honest with you, I haven't watched any of the pregame stuff. I only turn
1: it on when the game starts. Um, I don't know. It's just missing. The, it's missing that.
0: Well, it's because like, like, uh, like the the media is just not behind it. But it's a great finals. I know it is. i don't know, and I think whatever.
1: it's starting to get respect from you know NBA fans after the last game for sure. One hundred
0: percent. God, I fucking hope so. Yeah. Like Jimmy, it and it's frustrating because what Jimmy Butler and this Heat team are doing is historic. The fucking eight seed, dude. I know Two, that was in a play-in. Nuts! They beat the Celtics. They beat the Knicks. They beat the Bulls.
1: Like, dude, it's literally exactly. They won
0: a game in Denver.
1: What the Heat are doing is exactly copy and paste what the Panthers are doing. Like, mm-hmm. like I mean, look at the Heat's path to where they are right now, and look at the Panthers' path. Like, they beat, they both beat one seeds, and they get to the next round, and beat. You know, two, three seeds, whatever, gets to mm-hmm. the next round, beat the you know whatever higher seed there. Like it, it's just insane that it's just carbon copy on both sports of the same thing. And I have two hot
0: takes. I think the Nuggets are going to struggle to even win one game in Miami, and I think the Vegas Golden Knights won the only game they're going to win in the Stanley Cup playoffs. I don't know about that. I think the Panthers are winning in five, and I don't. I would be shocked if the Nuggets grabbed it. A single game in Miami.
1: I think both are going in seven, dude. VGK. I mean, I had no, I had no faith in the Knights. Honestly, I thought the Panthers were gonna win Game One. I thought they were a lock to win the series. I was, I was confused why they were the dog in this matchup. After watching the Knights, though, they're just so deep, dude. They're so, even their fourth line looks overmatched, um, but it's it's not gonna be. A cakewalk for the Knights by any means. Uh, But Aiden Hill, you know, the goalie situation in this finals is electric with Bobrovsky and Aiden Hill. I thought Bobrovsky was unstoppable, bro. I'm literally sitting there next to Chelly. I'm like, bro, when's the last time he's let in a goal, man? Like, we're ripping puck and we can't get it by him. Mm -hmm. Two minutes later, fucking VGK bang. I was so bricked. Uh, But he's definitely not unstoppable. He's unbelievable, that's for sure. But the fact that they broke through Bobrovsky for the first game and I felt like three weeks we've been watching this finals or been watching the Stanley Cup playoffs, it showed that he's he's definitely breakable and it was such a huge win for the Knights to get that game won.
0: But that is exactly why I don't think the Knights are going to win another game.
1: You think they just...
0: I think that was a... The Panthers... I watched the first two periods and then I stopped watching once the Knights started running away with it because I was like, I'm just there's no point in me watching this anymore because the Panthers weren't going to score again. It felt like the perfect gut-check game for the Panthers. Oh, let me tell you. Everything fell apart, right? Bob finally got broken. Their offense completely stalled, and we've never seen their offense stall like that before. They couldn't score on
1: the power play, which was massive. Like, the Knights were killing them on the PP.
0: But this is the game where I think I would rather be a Panther fan than a Knights fan because that Panthers team went in that locker room. Bob put his hand up. And he went, I'm not going to let in more than five goals ever again. I'm not going to let in four. I'm not going to let in three. I, uh, I promise you that's not going to happen again. Kachuk probably stood up and was like, we're going to war now. Oh like, my this God. is it, guys. Dude. This is it. Whereas the other locker room is going, fucking what the hell just happened? Like, we're bricked. Yeah, we're bricked up, dude. <laughs> fucking Bob is shit. Like, we're fucking their asses out. Like, they shouldn't be here. Like, dude, I that Panthers locker room, like, especially the guys they got and the personalities they have and... You know, having that little, he's such a little rat fuck, Kachuk. Like, he literally is a rat fuck. Like, having that guy as your guy in the locker room, when you lose a game like that in game one of the Stanley Cup playoffs, like, dude, I'm putting my house
1: on the Panthers' money line next game. Yeah, I've been paying attention to rat fuck Kachuk all playoffs, and I've never seen him more of a rat fuck than this guy. No, he was rat fucking. I was watching him, dude, because he rat fucks, like, just little shit. Dude, and I literally said to Chelly, bro, I'm like, there's so much the TVs don't pick up at a hockey game. Being you know obviously pretty close to the glass, you know when they cut to commercial break, you don't see any of the little skirmishes that are going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, rat a Chuck was in the mix of every single little skirmish, bro. And then at the end, he was just like, "Fuck it, this game's over. I'm taking a four minute penalty and just started fucking <laughs> wailing on everyone, bro." Like he was extra. Yeah, that play ra- was crazy. He was extra rat fuck. Yeah, dude. And I really needed his points for that for my goat whale, and I needed him to at least give me one point in game one. And Aiden Hill with the save of the fucking century, bro. I when he stopped that shit, that was the turning point in the game because the not, the Panthers would be up two to one if that goal goes in the net, but, and that was a Kachuk point too. He passed it to him. But
0: dude, I'll be totally honest. That fight at the end told me everything I needed
1: to know. Yeah, no, it was that
0: was the Panthers like that was the Panthers team going are we like guys are we fucking serious like this is like there's no way like let's get fired up you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like that fight was exactly what the Panthers needed to do just to get everybody on the team to be like yo let's get let's light this fire now like fuck these guys yeah like Like, what the fuck are we doing like this game's over like but we're not like this is gonna be a tough ass series for you guys and we'll go out tonight like we'll go out and look like bozos tonight in this arena but we're going to go out like the Florida Panthers go out and we're going to like, I'm throwing a punch or two. And that's like the exact energy and attitude that I want if I'm a Panthers fan right yeah. now. Like if I'm a Panthers fan right now, dude, I'm fine. I don't give a fuck we lost game one. Yeah. Game one, you can fucking chalk up, whatever. Like game two is where like I think the Panthers come out and it's going to be a shit show, dude.
1: Um, before we move on, I got just a couple little side funny stories from Vegas. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shelly was itching to nuke and Murphy and it this was, is the funniest shit I saw Angel, I like was watching this. Angels Astros you got uh Framber and you got Otani right the totals at like seven nerfy looked glorious
0: lowest total on the board
1: yeah puts 500 on it and he's like bro if this hits we're going to Nobu we were, we were already going to Nobu anyways mm-hmm. but like that shit's fucking hella expensive right and we wanted a ball out and so <laughs> we're sweating it out um Astros get through the Angels, and we go to Otani in the first inning. And fucking Yordan's at the plate, dude. <laughs> and Shelly's like already calling it raps, bro. I'm like, dude, just wait. We got to get through Yordan. Okay. It's Yordan Alvarez. I don't know if you know him, dude's a fucking monster. <laughs> I don't
0: know if you know him, but the only thing he does is take balls literally
1: outside of arenas. <laughs> and um, and someone on Twitter was like, yeah, he, Otani's going to serve Yordan a lukewarm turkey on a silver platter and I'm like dude I, I just had this weird vision of that exactly happening and sure enough a lukewarm room temperature turkey on a platter to Jordan Alvarez takes a the purest golf swing at it looked like an effortless swing that shit fucking soared out of the building che- you could literally see Chelly's soul exiting his body bro
0: <laughs> dude and it just wasn't like it wasn't just like a homer he fucking bing-bonged Bing- that thing, dude. Like, that you. thing yeah. was fucking gone, gone, dude.
1: Gone. You can just see the <laughs> just absolute soul of Chelly just exiting the body.
0: Because we were sitting there, and he tweeted it. So me, me, Matt, and Jack threw it on the TV because I like, oh, we got to we gotta watch this for Chelly. Like, this shit's going to be electric if it hits. And Jordan's at the plate, and we we're just sitting there. But the minute he connected with that ball, silence in the room. We yeah. were just like
1: there's uh, no way <laughs> brutal and then a awful because Otani doesn't give up bing bongs like that he no, really doesn't but he always struggles. the first inning is always a work around with Shohei man it's fucking bullshit uh, he's gone by the way but so we, obviously we cooked up a new clay to, to set the vibes for the weekend right I put 500 on this lay but I'm like on the phone as I'm at the kiosk and I put 500 bucks on it and I realized after the fact I fucked up the lay put the wrong team Instead of putting the Cardinals money line in there, which I was so confident in, I put Orioles plus 135 last game of the night. And I was like, I put the wrong bird, man. <laughs> and so I go up to the counter. I'm like, sir, I took the wrong bird in the lay. Can I please like refund it and put the right lay in? He's like, yeah, sure. And so I get my money back, and then I place the right lay, swap the Orioles for the Cardinals. And the original lay would have paid, 500 would have paid almost 8,000 because the Orioles so are like plus, plus 130 yeah. and the Cardinals like minus 140. Um, so instead of getting 8,000, my lay was like 500 win, 5,000. And if I would have just kept the original <laughs> lay, I would have walked out of there with eight racks. But now we got Giovanni Gallegos on the fucking Cardinals, dude. Absolutely tossing Turks. <laughs> we're at Nobu at dinner. And we're all sweating this fucking Cardinals game like mm-hmm. a madman. They're up five to nothing. Uh, Goldschmidt hit a nuke. Arnado hit a nuke. Five nothing early. We're bricked. We're like, let's go to dinner, man. Fuck this game. And we're just like all of us are like trying like pretend like we're not sweating this out, like be on our phones and being rude at dinner, but like we're all like sweating it out. Sweating it out. Bases are yoinked. Gallegos is in the game. I'm like, guys, this is this is about <laughs> to blow up. Like I guys, have, this is bad. This is about to blow up. Like maybe. I Meanwhile,
0: the servers coming over He's like another plate of sashimi. <laughs> like
1: maybe 100 bucks. Maybe hold off on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hold on. Just hold, hold on. on. Wait, wait, wait. Let me wait for this at bat. <laughs> Fucking 111 fly ball. GG boys, let's go. We got to get out of Nobu, man.
0: <laughs> Dude, and it's the worst watching on the score too when it's sucking your soul. Oh my god, because was... you're like, it's like guy goes strike and you're like, oh my god, let's go. And then you look and it's just. 111 dude. fly ball to center field and it was like
1: the whole table was and then just, the
0: way that the score updates it it just flashes it just and it's like flashes
1: 5-5 five, five, five. oh my god dude and then make matters worse guy goes next pitch back to back fucking nuke. no yeah, way yeah. dude just to put the dagger in the in the heart It wasn't
2: even the worst part the worst part was when he gave up the go ahead home run he pointed to the sky dude it, like, pop up and it was just it was a tank I mean it was no yeah, 30 yeah. rows into yeah the, the left no yeah, <laughs> way dude, it, and he goes, and he goes <laughs> yeah he's like up, up,
1: yeah, up in the fucking stands, and it, dude, dude. The
2: outfitters are just like, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Donovan didn't even move. He just he yeah. just turns around and just
1: watches it go. <laughs> Can
0: you imagine, dude? No, I would have given him so much shit if I was like the shortstop. Up, up, up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, uh, sir, that shit's in the whole parking lot. Shit, <laughs> I ain't getting that one. <laughs> you
0: hear the car alarms start going off,
1: <laughs> dude? That's fucking hysterical. Uh, yeah, nuts, bro, nuts.
0: But we um, just like a, a funny baseball story. So. my one buddy jack out here he's like the funniest gambler i've ever met in my life like he'll like we get blackout drunk and whenever he's drunk he makes a three-teamer and then he wakes up in the morning and like makes another one and every time you walk into his apartment like in the morning after like a night out he'll be like you want my parlay and it's like all right what's parlay but he always loses in like the most insane fashion and so yesterday on sunday he was like the marlins minus one and a half Oh, legacy. Man. Yeah, dude, but we, he was like, he was like the Marlins minus one and a half. Like, he's already down like 260. Like, everything's going wrong. We're, we're watching on the score bug, and it's like the athletics just start running rampant, dude. Against like, it was Sammy. like another run. Another run. And he's just sitting there just like literally melting into the couch. And then, like, we get to the end of the inning, and we're sitting there, and I was like, all right, let's get active. Like, let's just check the live bet. Like, the athletics fucking, let's just check the live bet. And he was like, oh, the the Marlins are plus two and a half. And I was like, all right, let's put the balance on Marlins plus two and a half. So we like take the Marlins plus two and a half. And I was like, but if the money line is anything over plus two fifty, I think we should take it. Yeah. Cause the athletics are dog shit. Like there's no way they hold this lead. And if they do, I'd be fine living with it. And he was like, dude, I can't, I'm just, I'm going to put the balance on two and a half and I'm just going to move on. Dude, we are sitting there at golf, just watching the Marlins, just legacy come back.
1: Dude. Unreal, bro. Unreal. <laughs>
0: just like, it was always the fucking money line. <laughs> and he was like sitting there with the plus two. We both took plus two and a half. And I was like, dude, it was
1: always the you fucking money line. You could have minus one and a half Literally, could have covering. fucking split
0: it. Yeah. Uh, but he lost a leg because like some other leg lost. Uh, Classic. Classic. But yeah. I mean, baseball is just so like, I just can't do it. it, it sometimes, I bro, I fucking it,
1: love it. Other times, I fucking despise it.
0: Like, I can't do it. The college baseball has been
1: air. Uh, how, how about them frogs, bro? Yeah, dude, they're going crazy, nuts. nuts. They're going nutty. Yeah, dude, that Eli with a, two grand slams and two innings. Yeah, bro. how does that even possible? I mean, the final score is twenty to five.
0: No, so I know, but like they really like ran the the cycle that quickly, though. Yeah,
1: I mean, they scored twenty runs, so they were just like, going <laughs> through the cycle yes, <laughs> multiple so times, dude. And he had a. Three-run bomb, I think. So, he had three bombs, I think.
0: Yeah, it's nice to be bet- to be betting on some college kids again. Yeah. I was throwing units around like crazy last night with college baseball, or during the day. I was like, Texas plus one and a half, maybe? Like, Vandy? Yeah. I was throwing all types of parlays. Lost all of them. But, like, I was hitting legs that I thought were good.
1: I gotta stop betting on the Dodgers, bro. For real. They, yeah, they're not good. They stole so much coin from that Yankee series from me, dude. They're not good. Killed all my lays in Vegas. Them and the Cardinals, i mean. They left me bankrupt. Dude, you want
0: to talk about a fucking team? Let's take a moment here. The Padres. What the fuck is Dude, wrong with them?
1: They fucking blow.
0: I put like together the most surgical lay I've ever put together, and the Padres ask. lose. I love that lay. The Padres lost. Everything hit. Unreal. It was everything, Dodgers, hit.
1: some over, and then the Padres, right? It was
0: Dodgers, the BTL squad right over. It was air. And then the Padres, because I was like short line with the Padres. I think uh, Michael Waka was on the bum. Yep. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. And was, they fucking lost like one nothing.
1: I was debating between the Padres or the Cardinals. Doesn't matter, both. <laughs> 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 Didn't matter. Both. That's both. why I love that legs. I was like, I'm basically on all that and I was going to take the Padres Ended up going Cardinals.
0: But dude, now they have like locker room issues. Did you see the interview that happened no. in the clubhouse after yesterday's game? The, they were at Juan Soto's locker and the guy was asking him, you know, you guys are struggling on all offense. Like, where do you think those struggles are coming from? And Juan Soto was like, I don't know how to answer that question. Like, maybe some of the guys down there now. I don't know who he's pointing at or like who was down there, but I was there's no way this Padres team is already blowing it up. Like, there's no way they have locker room problems. But when you look at that, dude, this is my thing. I'm such like a paper sucker. When I look at that starting lineup every time the Padres put it out, there is not a single thought in my head that goes, this team is going to lose a baseball game. (laughs) Facts. Like, that is absurd, dude. It's like Tatis, Soto, Machado, Bogarts. It's like, dude, that team should never lose (laughs) and they lose every time i put them in my lay they lose
1: yeah and they don't even score either
0: yeah it's like they should literally be scoring like 10 runs a game
1: yeah like the pitching's one thing but they're putting up one two runs a game and you darvish is just a fucking i mean he
0: just gets tattooed now he's got (laughs) sleeves it's on his leg like dude he gets fucking in the
1: street yeah yeah welcome to the dog days fellas (sighs) we're here Shout out to
0: PLL. Needed on the weekdays. We are here. The weekdays are going to be awful. It's going to be MLS and baseball.
1: And WNBA.
0: <laughs> that's, that's fucking.
1: Holy shit. You know who's selling the WNBA go whale right now? Fucking Sophie. The no one, way.
0: Sophie Cunningham's selling
1: I made a corp call to get her on the board. She's the one selling it. And you know who's also selling the go whales? Nick Ladolo. Out. No. out. Out <laughs> on the 60 day IL. 60? So at this point. We're written for a DMP.
0: You know who I literally wish I could talk to in person just to understand what the fuck is happening with him, Sandy Alcantara, dude. Like, what the fuck happened? Is it like the Monstars? Like, somebody just like sucked all the good shit out of him? Like, dude, he's letting up five runs to the fucking
1: Athletics, dude. Him he and gets
0: three strikeouts against the Athletics.
1: He actually finished with seven, which well, was
0: fucking. I didn't even look. Clutch. So pissed.
1: But uh, him and Alec Manoa, dude, are like the tale of two seasons. Uh, both aces last year Both with absurd ERAs Like sub two ERAs not, Like literally double that now Both turkey tossers Like Sandy's
0: not good No Like he's not good
1: And he was literally Like one of the best pitchers I've ever seen last year Dude
0: I know I, I was excited to put him in there Because I wanted to do Sandy Day Yeah And now it's terrible Like I don't even want to bet On the Marlins when he's pitching
1: No It's not the wagon As it was last no, year No dude It's sure. so My fucking
0: My go will fucking It Felt so good It's dead already Sandy and Corey yeah. It's botting. Um, all right, let's do the common W and then the cake report. Um, the common W is something that happened this weekend, either personally, professionally, like betting, whatever that really came through for you. Um, just a win for yourself, you know? I mean, I'll start off a little common W Went four and two in the PLL this weekend. There you go. Love my lax bets. Um, I feel like I have a good read on the teams. Now I watched a bunch of the games cause I wanted to see like who's playing well and like kind of what they look like. Um, Really nervous about the Atlas. I don't think they're going to be very good this year. I actually don't think they're going to win at all. Um, they just look so discombobulated against the Redwoods, and I don't even think the Redwoods are going to be that, that great. Um, but finished positive betting on the PLL this weekend. So let's go.
1: W's. Um, common W, I would say getting to hang out and chill with the Chain Smokers was, That's sick. was fucking awesome. Um, insane experience. Glad to be home, though. Uh, Vegas is, uh, is a lot. A lot.
0: i've always said it the best thing ever is the flight to vegas you're so amped you're so excited it's like fuck it we're about to hit vegas so hard the first nights are the best the minute you hit that wall everyone hits that wall in vegas we're like yo i need to get home that flight home is the worst experience of all time because you have anxiety from the weekend you're always down money and it's like, there's, I've never been in a place where I, I've, you wake up one day and you don't know what happened. Cause you did the same shit for three days. You wake up and it's immediate. I need to be home. Yep. Like I, I fucking hate this place. I need to be home. Yeah.
1: Facts. It's That's crazy. Exactly how I felt. So W's. Welcome, welcome home.
2: Common W. I would say golfing yesterday. We had a, an, an, a very interesting course was, was, uh, it was like the Dallas version of Pebble Beach
0: it was yeah. sick yeah you're like right on this lake right it was yeah I saw the water it looked yeah, nice yeah
2: really sick and uh, what was it hole 7 hole 8 almost had a hole in one yeah he so did about what 3 feet yeah it's 3 feet It's crazy 3 feet from hole in one yeah. he like piped
0: it and we were like <gasps> wow and then Nick out Nick's blind. blind as a bat so he was like yeah. did that go in the hole yeah, yeah, he, and yeah, we're like looking that. at it like trying to see and like you can just see his ball like literally on the pin like this and we were like oh my god dude like that might be an earthquake way it ended up being 3 feet but it was very close yeah, it was, right there. It was wow. very close Um, up his game. Yeah, Yeah, dude. No, he was played really well yesterday. He was carrying me. We lost, but I was hitting the ball like shit. Yeah. I also fucked up my shoulder, dude. I don't know what the fuck is wrong. I always get hurt. All right, little cake report. You know, something that happened on the weekend that wasn't very great. It's kind of a Thorn and Rose thing we do on the show. Um, I got my cake report. I just... I can't get a lay to go through the basket, man. I can't get a lay to go through the basket. Um, I had a three-teamer that I took privately. It was... LSU money line, um, some over, and then I think it was, it was the over in the hockey game, LSU money line, and the Rangers money line. And, of course, LSU pushes, so I don't get the full satisfaction of hitting it, but it hit. But It was like, dude, I can't get a three-teamer to go through the fucking basket, and it's starting to get really annoying. Because you start getting that, the back of the head thought, where you're just like, I don't even want to put out a parlay today. Cause yeah. I know it's not going to hit, but Facts. it's like that's the worst spot to be in.
1: It is. It's kind of where I'm at right now. Uh, only thing I hit this weekend was fucking the ATM machine. Nice. <laughs> uh, cake report. Definitely the worst outing on the tables I've I've ever been a part of in mm-hmm. Vegas this weekend. Uh, no matter what hand I had, bro, I was a loser. And we're playing easy. You know what easy bust is? Mm-mm. It's a side bet on the check table where you're basically betting on whether or not the dealer's gonna bust after you see her first card. And so you always do, or if you're doing easy bust. If she's showing a five or a six, it's more than likely she has a face card under there, right? And so um, that's more than likely she's going to bust, right? And so Shelly and Frutti, like, introduced me to this. And we were nuking easy busts. And, like, it it makes you good coin, like, obviously when it hits. It just pays out even money. Um, But we're playing it. And the dealer looks at us straight in the eyes and goes, just so you know, guys, any side bets on a blackjack table are shit wagers like dead ass looked as dead like, in the eye what
0: does he mean by other side wagers
1: so anything that's on the table as a side bet obviously is on the table in favor of the house they wouldn't put extra ways to make money on the table for you to be successful but that's
0: like I'm so bad at blackjack that's like when you have the other three things yeah, you yeah, can yeah. bet on
1: yeah yeah the little little side games yeah okay, yeah okay and so one of them's easy bust which is on most of the tables in Vegas and like Shelly's trying to tell me on why it's good good odds on this and why I should do it every time and we were like, lose it. We kept losing on it. And the dealer was just like, you know, I'm going to help you guys out. Side bets on the blackjack table, shit wager. And I'm like, well, I'm never doing that again. He <laughs> said that to yeah, you guys? Yeah. So I literally just heard from the man himself, it's a shit wager. <laughs> so we're not doing that anymore. Did he say shit wager? Literally, Because he heard us, like, kept saying it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It <laughs> so funny. So funny. Oh. <laughs> never doing that again. Yeah, never doing that one again. GGs. As you guys are just shit wagering after, he's like, guys, just you know, like that's actually a shit wager. Yeah, that's fucking yeah. like an hysterical And then we're at a table, bro. It literally this table felt cursed. All of us were losing. She was reinventing ways to get t- uh, twenty-one. Like this was the the instance when I said that because it was actually unreal how she was pulling off this wizardry of getting twenty-one. And she goes, guys, I just want to be completely honest with you. I know you. I see you guys struggling and the, w- the bounces on this table right now are fucking crazy. This table's been cursed for years, and people know that. Like, people don't come to this table for that reason. I don't know what it is, something about this deck of cards, and all of us just look at each other, stand up, and leave. And I'll never forget, I know exactly where that table is, and I'll never fucking go back there again.
0: Would she let you guys lose a bunch of money first before telling you that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So there's a cursed table where in Caesars? Yeah, it's at Caesars, it's n- conveniently next to the ATM mm, uh, yeah that's why it's cursed it's yeah. close to the ATM people yeah. just
0: grab their money and sit right down yeah. there's a ghost there that just sucks all the coin out yeah
1: but like <laughs> dude after she said that like we kind of were just like keeping an eye on that table throughout the weekend no one would be sitting there no all the way. Other tables would be full that one's empty
0: even with the dealer there yeah
1: Spooky, yeah, spooky table. Wow, yeah. we should do a
0: documentary on it.
1: Like, so we
0: should pull up and do like a like uh, legitimate documentary on that table.
1: Spooky, spooky table, man. That's, That's
0: crazy.
1: Like, ah, shit, you not, bro. Like, I I would have. I literally had my a fat hand. I was like, I'm over this. I'm going all in. I get blackjack. I'm bricked. She gets blackjack. No way. I was like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah.
0: And then she was like, just so you guys know. Yeah,
1: it was like after that hand. Yeah. This table's cute. Yeah. Dude,
0: that's actually kind of spooky. I don't like that. Yeah. That's scary, no, dude. It, it was. It that's was, fucking scary. It was whack.
1: Super whack, man. Holy
0: fuck. Yeah. All right, Nick. Cake report. Give K-Kport, me some, something um, good.
2: Aside from losing every prize picks I put in this, this weekend. I also lost all my prize picks. Yeah, 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 Like just twos, threes, fours, everything lost. Um, Yeah, I was going to, had to run some errands this, this weekend and was going to Target and uh, went to grab lunch before at Canes and just, so I'm already, I'm, I'm, I'm doing all my errands. I'm not going to go home. And I just spilled cane sauce right down the front of my shirt. So I got to walk into Target. Oh, like, just like
1: splooge stain. Like, you uh, just you just looked
0: homeless.
2: Yeah, I was like, all right, I'm just going to get this shit done and then go home. But yeah, kind of awkward. Buy like a sweatshirt just to throw it <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, I thought about it. I was like, damn, I don't have a sweatshirt in the car. Talk yeah, about. dude. 95 degrees outside wearing a sweatshirt, walking in Target. But.
0: Oh, dude, I got my first taste of Texas summer heat. Holy shit, it's different.
1: Yeah, it's... A monster Oh
2: yeah <laughs> It's literally
1: a monster yeah, it's dude. A monster.
0: It's not even bad yet. Like dude I was at home in New Jersey And it, it'll be 80 But there's like a breeze And it never feels that hot Dude I got off the plane And stepped outside And was just like
1: <gasps> just, Yeah the humidity Just smacks you in the face I was so. like
0: Oh my god I literally had to take my sweatshirt off yeah, Oh yeah I was like holy shit Like yeah. are immediately back wet um, Alright but that's been another episode We got a great guest on next episode We're gonna talk PLL We're gonna talk all that um, hopefully get some good insight um, but yeah this has been another episode live from the dojo as always Trent tell them where they can find you
1: follow me on TwigTok on <laughs> follow me on TwigTok <laughs> download <Bliff. laughs> follow me on Twitter TikTok and Instagram hopefully TikTok's fucking fixed that shit was
0: dude yeah it fucked me up this weekend just for everyone out there that's trying to be a creator or that's really trying to get into the creator space. There are some weekends on TikTok or some days on TikTok where if you notice a discrepancy in your views, just know it has nothing to do with the quality of the stuff you're putting out. Sometimes
1: bro. the app just bugs. Chelly and I were like, bro, what the fuck's going on, man? Yeah. Like, we thought we were making, like, you know, funny videos. Same and dude. Shit. I put out like classics. And it was like bumping on Twitter, but anyway, it doesn't fucking matter. Uh, follow me on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok at Book With Trent and tune into the Twitch stream every weekday. Uh, Twitch channel Boogit Sports
0: You know where to find me Mikey over over, Other than Instagram Michael.j.overs We appreciate you guys And we will in fact Be seen
1: Be seen